0: If you or a loved one is in a relationship, buckle your seatbelts because you are in for a wild ride. Singles were thriving and relationships. It is make or break time. Venus and Aries, Full Moon and Libra. Breakup season is happening. Potential breakup song by Allie and AJ. A banger. Haven't heard the new version of it yet, but still, that song really is the energy. It took too long for you to call back. and Normally, I would just forget that, except for the fact that it was my birthday Anyways, welcome back to Blame It on the Stars podcast, an astrology podcast where we give you all the tea on what's happening in the universe so you can blame your problems on the stars. It's Jade here. And it's Kara, And we are here to spill a lot of tea, a lot, on what's happening this week, you know, it's a little zesty if you tuned in last week you'd know we're officially in Aries season. The spring equinox is here. We are thriving. Baby animals are being born as we are speaking. Rooftops are calling my name. The denim jacket is out. We are in Astro New Year. Everyone's happy. We're live, laugh, loving. It's great. It's good. But if you listen to last week's episode, you'd know this week is a little spicy. We got a lot that's going to happen. Venus and Aries, full moon and libra you're gonna need to take some notes on this one because it's juicy what's going on here Yeah, this is definitely going to be quite, quite the episode with all
1: of the Libra and Aries vibes. I'm kind of excited, especially because, you know, flips hair a lot of I have a lot of these placements in my chart. So, you know, it's going to be super exciting. I am low key upset, though, about what is it daylight savings time and the fact that now when I wake up, it's like literally midnight, like it's pitch black dark. But aside from that, Aries season has been wonderful. Wild.
0: Yeah. So just to recap, Mercury is in Pisces currently. So everyone's dreaming real big, kind of sort of in those creative vibes, even though we're still, you know, we're in Aries season now. Like that's fresh. That's good. But like we still have some of the Pisces vibes. I know. I spent the other day, literally I slept 12 hours, woke up and decided that I was just going to watch Mediterranean Life on Hulu. I am a Cancer, so I really only exclusively watch home renovation shows or just like house hunting shows. And with Mercury and Pisces, I've been pretending in my head that like I have a villa like on like a coast in Croatia or something like that. So that's the vibe that's happening. The Aries season energy feels really strong. I know a lot of people are already starting to get a little feisty. So there's been some heated moments that have come up. You know, not in my life, just in people around me's life. I'm just sitting back as an observer watching, you know, it all go down, but That's what's up. Kara, how's Aries season and Mercury and Pisces treating you?
1: I love Mercury and Pisces. I feel like it's just so evident. I know before we started recording, we both were just dreaming big, but also just because it's Aries season. Something about this combo is like dream big, but then like actually take action on those things because of the Aries energy and how Aries, like we were saying in last week's episode, is all about taking initiative and doing all of those good things. Yeah,
0: Kara and I have definitely been dreaming big and taking action on something Mm -hmm. wink 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 we don't want to say what it is yet but we've been dropping little hints i know that easter's coming up so we're dropping little easter eggs you're all on an easter egg hunt to figure out what our next move is but if Mercury and Pisces is creative and Aries season is about the self, that's like a very vague way to describe what what we've got in the <laughs> works, but I think everyone will be very happy about it. Yeah. At least
1: I hope. Like while we're on this this note, on this thought, if you didn't know, our twenty twenty one astrological guide did go on sale, twenty-five percent off with the code Aries. If you don't have that already, Why not? (laughs) Jade and I literally reference it all the time. It has everything you need to know about the astrology, everything that's coming up. We have new moons, full moons, retrogrades, everything's in there. And if you don't have yours already, now might be a good time, especially because it's the astrological new year. A lot of us are going to be starting new things. You might want to have a little bit of insight on what's going on in the stars. And yeah, the link will be
0: in our description. Yeah, you definitely want to get it now. Also, because like, sorry, Kara, you remember me saying this to you as we no, as we were writing no, it, but like, April's definitely the worst month of this whole year, and if you had the ebook, you would know why. I'm in denial. I'm sorry, Kara. I know. Um, no, I. It's not. It's not real. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna cry.
1: Also, a lot of the things are happening like literally on my birthday, so it's all going to be in
0: my solo return chart. So. I'm very sad. Yeah. Well, anyway, continuing on the little update trail thing situation that we're doing before we get into Venus and Aries and the full moon in Libra. I promise we'll get to that eventually. A lot of people decided that it would be a good idea that we added this cute little Uranus and Taurus, Saturn square Uranus, whatever 2021 astrology update, what's been going on in the world. So, Basically, in 2021, like the major astrological event that's being like I don't know, setting the stage for this whole year is Saturn square Uranus. Saturn is the planet that deals with discipline and it deals with karma and restrictions and authority. And it's currently vibing out in Aquarius, which is all about bringing the power back to the people. It also does deal with like technology in a way and innovation, forward thinking, things that are humanitarian in nature. And it's forming a square, which is like tension to uranus which is the planet of the unexpected it's a little bit rebellious and that is currently in taurus so uranus and taurus has been bringing a lot of just like wild changes in like the beauty industry and the food industry and there's just so many different Like types of changes that have been occurring. And then we're seeing these two big planetary situations create tension with one another. And it's created a lot of like cool things and a lot of like things that are just weird. So the first one I want to mention is weird Gucci. So Taurus energy, in case you did not know, can deal with like luxury items in a way. So Gucci, being like a luxury brand, decided to create virtual sneakers so i could not think of anything else that is more saturn square uranus saturn dealing with you know i don't even know it it's it's karmic it's weird i sneakers that's taurus capitalism
1: Sorry. capitalism
0: also too but then also the virtual aspect of it the aquarius uranus the unexpected that's the most like obvious thing i can think of that has kind of come up lately from the Saturn square Uranus situation what else <laughs> well
1: if you listened I'm like if you are a loyal listener of this podcast and you listen to our episodes like literally in January you know that we really emphasized Uranus and Taurus and these squares because it's a big deal in the astrology of 2021 so this is something that we have mentioned before and probably will continue to mention so I feel like that's kind of important but I just wanted to point out that Twitter has some new updates, which is on a similar realm of the things that we are talking about, especially because it does deal with technology and all of those good things. Twitter has low key start to launch spaces which is essentially Twitter's version of clubhouse. And if you don't know what clubhouse is, it's just like an audio only platform. I do have the feature. I know that I'm really sad because Jade always gets the features after me. So we can't like go on and like hold a space and talk together. Although we would love to do that. Hopefully Jade will get it soon. Do you have it yet or still? No, Nope. no, nope. <laughs> it literally makes me so upset, but yeah, it's essentially where you can like go live, but like audio only and like talk without any, you know, pictures or anything if that makes any sense at all. It's pretty cool. But yeah, not everyone's access to it, which kind of just like makes me sad. I feel like they're probably just testing it out and eventually, you know, everyone will have
0: it similar to what they did with fleets. Wait, so this is like a really odd interpretation of that, but also if we think about Taurus ruling the throat and speaking coming from the throat, Saturn square Uranus, hello, wild. Also because Aquarius deals with ideas, so it's just like another way to communicate
1: and share that isn't, you know, through like written language.
0: But also like groups, so it's like multiple people. Yeah, because originally it used to be that you could only
1: go live like and it's just about the one person like it's just about the person who wants to go live, whether that's on like, you know, I know Instagram too launched a new feature where they can you can now go live with four people at once instead of just two people, but it really both of them and the fact that you're able to have a lot of people communicating and talking all at once. That is very, you know, Aquarius because it is more about the community and less about, you know, someone like a single person showing off essentially or making it about them. It's more about the conversation and the sharing and everyone's thoughts versus just one person's.
0: Yeah, so another thing that has come up I am extremely jealous of because if you know me, you know that it is my dream to live in Spain. Spain decided to be just – even better of a country i have like a obvious bias towards spain i'm sure they have their problems too but spain now has incorporated a four-day work week which is also pretty on brand for this whole saturn square uranus situation because we're thinking about saturn in aquarius bringing the power back to the people and then also with uranus and taurus you know the unexpected things taurus is a slower moving energy. It likes to be comfortable. It doesn't want to stress itself out. It takes its time. Having a four-day work week is quite literally like a very obvious manifestation of this transit. Also unrelated, but not. Spain also just randomly legalized marijuana, which is also a step in that direction. Again, if we're thinking about Aquarius... Dealing with large groups of people, now this is a whole large group of people that have access to something that formerly wasn't allowed to, I guess, exist in Spain legally. And Saturn dealing with authority, you know, all of that. And then on top of that, Taurus can deal with things that are like natural. So marijuana being like an herb and Uranus, the unexpected, legalizing that on top of this edition of the four day work week is another really great manifestation of Saturn square Uranus. So recently, like I'm sure most of you know, I'm a very stressed out person. I'm in grad school. I do have a job. And on top of that, we have this podcast. We do readings. There's a lot that's always going on in my life. And then obviously things in my personal life. So I've just been very stressed out. I've been in the need in the market for a good CBD drink. And recently I went home to deal with some stuff going on with family and I went into this bagel shop and I found this like really cute little like CBD drink called recess like the can was so aesthetically pleasing it had like this really nice like matte finish and just like the font was like nice and crisp and cute anyways I tried the drink it was really great it helped like keep me mellow and keep me still like productive at the same time, which I feel like is rare to find. Like sometimes, I don't know, maybe just because my tolerance sucks, but like I will be ready to nap after like a good CBD experience. But anyways we have a surprise for you. If you are interested in trying Recess, you can. So Recess is essentially a CBD type drink that's got like hemp extract. It also has other things like American ginseng, L-theanine, theanine. theanine? you know I can't pronounce anything, lemon balm, all that good stuff. It's basically meant to keep you sort of like Calm and cool and mellow, but also still focused at the same time. It's like really good if you're trying to be productive, but like also are dealing with a lot of stress at once. I personally, I'm drinking one right now, to be honest because I came home from a stressful day and needed to do this podcast. But anyways, if you're interested in trying Recess for yourself, you can. We have a discount for you as well. If you use the code ASTRO, A-S-T-R-O, you can receive 15% off your order. That includes with subscriptions if you want to, you know, keep keep the drinks coming every month <laughs> or if you just want to buy it one time or if you even want to buy some of their apparel because honestly it's like low-key cute
1: yeah and per usual all of that like the links and everything will be in our description if you were interested
0: anyways let's get into venus in aries dun 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 venus enters aries on march 21st cara tell us about it
1: so venus lovely venus the planet of relationships which I will say includes both you know romantic and friendships as well I know that we'll probably just keep saying relationships throughout this whole like little section but just know that both of those things are definitely included it will be entering the sign of Aries which is a very quick and energetic and passionate but also a very independent kind of sign. So what you'll notice around this time is that a lot of people are going to be putting themselves first and maybe a little bit more focused on, you know, who they are as an individual and what they want. So yeah, leave it at that.
0: (laughs) If you want to be the bearer of the news, Jade. Yeah, I just think, you know, if you're being more independent and putting yourself first if you or a loved one is in a relationship it took too long it took too long it took too long for you to call back this is the potential breakup song breakup season is here more asmr to ease your nerves because breakup season is now good luck
1: yeah We talked about this last episode too. cuffing season happens in the fall. And then you know, Venus enters Aries around this time. And it's kind of when people might realize Oh, wait, maybe I was just a little bit lonely. Or maybe this person isn't who I thought they were because the Pisces and Neptune things that have been going on recently. And disclaimer, there's a lot of potential quote unquote, breakup transits. So if you're going strong, and you are in a relationship, don't worry about it. But do know that you might you know be second guessing some things especially if the relationship isn't meant for you or if you feel like you're constricted by it meaning like if you feel like this person is holding you back or not letting you do the things that you want to do or not letting you grow and evolve and be the person that you need to be like this will be a time where you're really going to be focusing on yourself and that independence aspect of it so it will become like a little bit more clear, I guess, if this person in your life isn't letting you do the things that you want to do. And, you know, that's not the ideal relationship. I'm just gonna, you know... Leave it at that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, obviously, we always say, like, don't panic, don't stress if, like, you're in a relationship, and then you just heard me say, like, oh, breakup season, like, if your relationship's fine, then, like, if anything, like, just, like, maybe getting into some, like, heated arguments, maybe you start fighting, like, why do you always take out the trash? I don't know. Why would you argue about taking out the trash? But you know what I mean? You might start fighting about stupid stuff like that or whatever, or I don't know just getting into little, little moments or having some emotional moments, I guess. Or, you know, as we mentioned, you might, you know, dip out of the relationship. You might decide it's not meant for you anymore. Or you might be like, listen, I need to take my space. I need to do what I need to do. And for my singles out there, we love this transit. Like this transit's good for us we're thriving here because we're really taking advantage of being more independent. And if we're like out there on the dating app scene on that, you know, out and about COVID safe, but like out and about, this will be really good for like taking initiative and like, you know, like getting to know someone, like making an effort to get to know someone. Also, like, Venus and Aries energy is very, like, chase or be chased, so it can be very playful in, like, that kind of way in a lot of, like, passionate moments. I will say that there's sort of, like, a fearless energy here. So if you're someone who's, like, normally pretty shy when it comes to dating and, like, not one to send the risky texts, like, you're really going to benefit from Venus and Aries because it will take you out of your comfort zone and have you making moves that you thought you weren't going to make, And you might find yourself falling in love very quickly, but also falling out of love just as quickly too. Disclaimer, so.
1: Yeah, that's just because Aries is ruled by Mars and Mars is such a quick sign, but I can say that it is a really good time to be social, obviously, you know, pandemic, be safe, all of those good things. But depending on your circumstances, and also like where you live and all of those good things, if the weather is nice hanging out outside, you just might find that you really want to be around others and you really want to do things to kind of embrace that more spontaneous and fun energy as well.
0: Yeah, this is also a really good time to, like, get motivated on the things that you want to do and put yourself first. That's kind of the vibe of Aries season is, like, how do I put myself first? I even tweeted the other day. I was like, I'm so excited for Aries season because it's about time I put myself first. I'm a Cancer. I let everyone walk all over me always. Like all the time, I'm such a doormat for people. And Venus and Aries is like, no, 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 that's not happening. What I want is to buy a villa in Croatia. That's my goal. Now, all of a sudden, I'm motivated. I don't know how I would buy a villa, but you know, there's motivation (laughs) to do those things, to be like, no, like, I'm not going to order on Uber Eats anymore. Like, I need to do, like, this is what I need to do, or whatever your goal is. I don't really know. I'm just thinking about Uber Eats because I'm debating orders it right now the moon is still in taurus while we record this episode so i probably will but anyways that's not relevant information Uh, but actually
1: low-key is because venus does deal with our finances as well and aries is impulsive so you might find that you want to impulsively buy things or order things so that's another thing to kind of just like be aware of i guess if you're the type of person who you know has to be a a bit more conscious I guess about your budget or if you know that you're the type of person that like you know if someone's like oh do you want this or if you're like at the checkout counter and you're the person that just like buy whatever they see like this transit could kind of highlight that but that's not necessarily a bad thing because I know that I have some shopping that I need to do because you know quarantine's been happening for a while but I like need clothes and like I haven't really been going anywhere so I've been like oh like there's no point but like I need to order some new clothes
0: and I think it's going to happen as soon as Venus enters Aries, so. Yeah, I'm like related to you, not Venus and Aries, but maybe like whoever's listening to this can also feel motivated from it. If you've been putting off making a really big purchase for a while, but it's like an essential one, like this is your sign to do it because it's been long enough and you don't need to feel guilty about it this is at myself so little tmi moment here but I really don't care because I tweeted it but I like hate my underwear it's from Victoria's Secret if you have ever shopped at Victoria's Secret then you already know I like don't have to say anything you already know the experience and it's been long overdue that I just threw out all the pairs that I have and got new ones that are actually comfortable so I just like spent $150 on underwear and I have absolutely no regrets because it's been a long time that I've been needing to do that so if you have been putting off like a purchase like that or I don't know something that you've been avoiding for a hot minute like just do it just do it it's time if you have the means obviously like if you're like you know I there was one point in my life where I was eating peanut butter for dinner I've been there if you're in that moment where you're only eating peanut butter for out of the jar for dinner because you can't afford a meal like maybe don't maybe hold off but you know otherwise go for it green light Okay, so I should just add those. What are the the
1: asymmetrical jeans or whatever, you know, with the crossover? You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I have them. I need them. I keep eyeing them. I keep staring at them
0: like maybe they'll go on well, yeah. sale. I have – well, it's not my coupon code, but I have a friend who has a coupon code.
1: Oh, yes, I remember you said that. Do you want to share it with everyone so we all can be blessed and look hot in
0: those jeans? Yes, wait, let me double check her. Oh, okay, okay. I thought maybe you knew it. Well – It may have expired, but if not, her code is Allison, X-O-A-L-L-I-S-O-N-X-O. That's my friend. So shout out to Allison. So let's discuss Venus and Aries aspects, because as we know, the aspects is what makes it spicy. What is going to happen? How is Venus going to be aspected? And what do we need to know? What dates do we need to know? Let's begin with March 30th. On March 30th, Venus will sextile Saturn. And I think on that day, it's going to be kind of a little... I feel like whenever Venus and Saturn, like, interact, it's almost kind of just like, I don't know. You're either taking yourself very seriously in relationships, being really slow to, to join them, to be vibing with them... Or at the same time, like, there might be some, like, do I really, like, deserve love? There might be some doubt that comes up. Yeah, that's, that's that. It's, it's a mix of things, but I feel like sextile is always the better aspect or one of the better aspects for this situation, so... If you start feeling like a little like, do I really deserve love, just know that it's Saturn and it'll go away.
1: And remember to say your affirmations like I am deserving of love, I am worthy and all of those good things around that time, especially because you know, Aries is focusing on herself. And people don't like to talk about it. But sometimes Aries energy could be a little bit insecure. So just like Jade said, don't be surprised if maybe you're being a bit hard on yourself, or if you're not sure you know, if you feel a little bit insecure or unsure or uncertain about some things, that's a really good time to kind of heal and focus on, you know, whatever is coming up. It's not going to be, you know, the worst because it is an easier aspect because it's sextile. So it's more productive in the sense of helping us to realize our worth, if that makes any sense. Yes.
0: Yeah, so maybe you listen to What Makes You Beautiful by One Direction on March 30th. <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I'm like, but Venus square Saturn is more like skinny love. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) If that had to be a song. Yes. Venus conjunct Saturn would be a Spanish song that I'm thinking of, but I can't even. It's basically she's saying that she likes to date older men. April 6th, Venus will sextile Mars. And that's pretty good for like getting out there, meeting some new people, like really like I don't know that's a good vibe venus XL mars is a good vibe like single cuffed we like that energy it's fresh yeah good vibes good day to shoot your shot
1: i don't even think people say that anymore but that's like the best way to describe it it's a good day to like put yourself out there to go on a date to talk to new people to be social all of
0: those good things and for couples Have fun. I don't know what you guys do. You know that I say this. I have no idea. We sit on a couch. You sit on the couch. That's all you do. That's it. Anyway, April 10th, Venus will sextile Jupiter. And that's like a pretty good vibe. Like that's really just like positive, charismatic, social, lucky, fun, blessed, happy, live, laugh, love energy. We like Venus Exile Jupiter. You might feel really social around that day, and really just feeling good about yourself, feeling good in relationships, feeling good mingling with others in your social life, just feeling good.
1: Yeah, Venus and Jupiter are such a positive combo in any in any situation, even in like
0: a square. Like it, it's it's still a good time. So, although the next day, dun 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 dun. <laughs> So enjoy it on April 10th, because April 11th is going to come. and You're going to crash and burn. (laughs) Wait, now, I literally, I have so many songs in my, you know what it is? It's Mercury and Pisces. Yeah, that too. Because I'm like, sometimes love comes around, (laughs) and it knocks you down." down. Venus Square Pluto. Venus Square Pluto on April 11th that yeah squares create tension venus deals with relationships pluto deals with transformation power struggles intimacy type vibes so expect some like power struggles in relationships confusing love with passion and sultry vibes and just getting really confused by it yeah Yeah, it's very intense.
1: Sometimes, you know, this could be a good time in terms of like, getting closer with other people but because of the square it's more like being unsure if you should share information or you know what I'm saying when you are kind of like with someone or with someone new or even in your friendships where you like kind of want to bring something up but maybe you're like oh I don't know how they're gonna react or like things like that that could be another thing that happens around the Venus square Pluto as well because you know Pluto is more intense it wants that closeness but you know in order. To get there, you have to be brave and be vulnerable and all of those things. So that's another thing that might come up for you.
0: Hot take. This could also be more catalyst in the breakup vibes. If we're thinking about Pluto dealing with transformation and feeling restricted, tension, feeling kind of like, well, I am not done growing or I am growing, but you're not growing with me. And that's a problem. Having that talk. We don't tolerate being stagnant here on Blame It on the Stars podcast. We are all about growth. And, you know, I mean, unless being stagnant really is your vibe, like you do you. I don't like, – who cares? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think especially because Venus
1: is in Aries, it's really emphasizing the need to, like, break free of, like, restrictions or things that are just holding you back from – doing what you want to do, being what you want to be, things like that, because Pluto does kind of have that element of control or even like – you know what I'm saying I feel like most people it sometimes I mean like if you're a spiritual person you might identify this as like quote unquote like karmic relationships just ones that are like very intense and ones that you might just like be like yeah this is not it anymore it could also be highlighted during that time because Pluto is also like a very healing energy so even if you're not going through a breakup it is a good time to heal from past situations so if like the past does come up around that time know that it is
0: just in the astrology and it's another opportunity to release Speaking of releasing, the full moon in Libra is coming up, but before we get right into that, per usual, if you have any questions about those dates that came up, if you're curious, like, okay, April 11th sounds intense, what do I need to know, how is this going to affect my chart specifically, if you listen to any of that stuff with Venus and Aries or honestly anything that's going on in this episode or just in general and just want to chat then you can because on Hey Hero, you can book little mini readings with me and Kara. So Hey Hero, you know the drill. It is a website that allows you to book short four-minute videos with either one of us, and you can ask us any of your astrology questions, and we'll respond back to you in a little video format. They're very cute and fun for us to do, so Yeah, if you want to know anything about how it's going to impact you or just anything in general, you know what to do.
1: So if you do want to book with us on Hey Hero, we do have a discount code for you. It is STARS, all caps, S-T-A-R-S, and you get 30% off and yeah, that is available for you. I'm 90% sure it has unlimited uses, but you didn't hear that from me and the link is in our description.
0: Now let's discuss full moon and Libra. This is happening on the 28th. So just in case, you know, you're new to this episode or new to this podcast, I should say, and not familiar with full moons are, or if you're, you know, you've been, been with us for a minute, then you know already, but want the refresh. Full moons are all about releasing. It's all about letting go in order to bring something new in. And not always like manifestation type vibes, because it's more so like creating space. So your manifestations can come in, you know, you have to have both, you need to have the, the release in order to have the new cycle begin. And typically around the full moons, there's a lot of emotion and energy leading up to it. So you might feel really strongly around and a little before the 28th.
1: Yeah, full moons, like Jade was kind of just saying, it's a buildup of a lot of energy. So that's why we do a lot of releasing. So it's a really good time to kind of let go and to kind of just like feel your feelings, vibe out and like Jade said, create space, I feel like that's one of the most important parts of full moons. And I know it's kind of controversial to talk about manifestation and full moon is supposed to do it on the new moon. But you know, letting go of what doesn't serve us and you know, unconscious beliefs that are holding us back and all of those good things like the full moon is the best time to do that. So that we can really like,
0: you know, get that weight off of our shoulders. So this full moon in Libra cara as a libra rising what can we expect well this episode is really about
1: relationships because of the fact that that is what the aries libra axis is all about aries energy is kind of about you know the self what we want our desires things like that and libra as an energy is a lot more focused on partnership so a lot of the things that we're going to talk about regarding the full moon in Libra has to do with relationships and how we approach them and how we even just like kind of view our own role in relationships. So sometimes it can be really important to kind of find that balance, as I was saying, between yourself, who you are, and other people. So if you are the type of person that really likes to, you know, just give and give and give and give and be on that wave I don't in any way want to say that you're giving energy your kindness and compassion is a bad thing because it definitely isn't but this full moon is kind of a time to maybe reevaluate relationships where that energy just isn't being reciprocated so that you can make sure that you are receiving all of the good things that you are giving and that you can find a way to still maintain your own identity within your relationships as well
0: yeah I think it's Like really going to be the perfect balance or about finding the perfect balance because that's what Libra is all about is that balance between being like independent and also like compromising with others working with others doing things in pairs in partners so I feel and I said this in the last week's episode but regardless of like what side of the spectrum you're on if you're someone who's like always you know hanging out with the same person like never takes time to be alone Or if in avoiding, like dating, you know, you do everything by yourself for the most part, then this will be a really good chance, regardless of what side you're on, to find a nice happy balance, a happy medium and make way for that balance to come in. So letting go of the control on whatever side that you're on. Like on my end, it's like okay, like It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to do things with other people. It's okay to share. Like, you don't need to do everything by yourself, Jade. Like... You know, let's let's bring it back. Let's, let's enjoy other people's company for once. Whereas other people, it might be like, okay, like it's okay to be alone. It's okay to do things by myself. It really just kind of depends on where you're at in your life. I also think that the full moon in Libra will be really good for letting go of the need to sort of like appease others. Libra energy kind of gets a reputation of sometimes just like, Saying what the other person wants to hear in order to avoid conflict and Aries energy, you know, the opposite of it, Aries season, Venus and Aries, it's more like upfront about what is bothering them and what needs to be said. So I think the full moon in Libra will be really good for those who might struggle to speak up about what's bothering them and allow themselves to sort of, you know, like take ownership of of themselves again and their voice and what they what they want and what they need yeah if you need some
1: inspiration on something that you might want to try out if you're into like journaling and self-reflection and all of those things this is actually inspired by a tiktok and if i find it i will put it in the description per usual because obviously it's really important to credit people i'm like 90 sure that i like the video so i could go back and find it but i can't remember the username but anyways essentially the excerpt Exercise is to take a moment to just like sit down and write down all of the things you want, you know, whether that's, you know, your goals or things you want from life or things that you want to be and how you want to feel and like write down basically all of your dreams, your ideal day, your ideal situation, whatever, you know, fits for you, whatever feels comfortable to you because I feel like journaling is a very personal process. But however you want to think about it, writing that all down And then looking at the list and figuring out how much of that you're doing for yourself and how much of it you're doing because other people expect you to or other people want you to or because you feel like it's what you're supposed to do, because that is kind of you know, similar to what Libra energy is about. And if you listen to our Libra season episode way back when, then you know that we kind of address some of these topics and some of the misconceptions. So I really want to just say that, you know, not all Libras are people pleasers or pushovers or any of those things. I feel like that's a really important disclaimer to make. But because Libra is you know ruled by Venus and Venus does deal with like harmony and wanting to keep the peace sometimes it's really important to kind of look at the ways that we're doing that in our lives and again releasing because it's a full moon the things that don't serve us and the things that we do because we feel like we have to or because we want to make other people happy and letting go of that so we can do the things that genuinely do make us happy you know
0: I also have a similar journaling exercise that I actually did in therapy and I just pulled it up on my phone for reference in case you know you are someone who struggles with like speaking up about what you want and like also have a hard time acknowledging moments where you're kind of like giving into other people would be to like detail the actions of your day and identify the moments where you did something that wasn't what you wanted so you can sort of become more like the goal of it is to like make you aware of that it's happening so that way when it happens you can notice it and stop it in its tracks so like well apparently on july 15th i had about six of them so but anyway on july 15th of oh my god, this is of 2019. Wait, this is so old. That's so wild. Didn't take a break at work because the other girls were hungry and it was busy despite not eating my first meal till 4 p.m. This was like one of the instances where I didn't put myself first. On the New Jersey transit, I moved my bag so someone could sit next to me even though I needed the space and was uncomfortable. Wow, that's pre-COVID, wild. Oh my God, July 16th, asked my dancers when they wanted rehearsal rather than picking the times myself. July 16th, <laughs> let someone continue telling their story because they were loud and I didn't want to speak up over them. But anyway, like outlining moments throughout the day so you can sort of become aware like, wow, I really am doing this often and this is a problem because it's hard to kind of identify it sometimes. I feel like especially when you're constantly just existing like that, you might not even be aware of it. And I think it's a really good exercise in just being aware and mindful. So that way next time that that happens, like, you know, you can do something about it. So libra falls into my my 10th house if we're doing whole sign or you know if we're doing placidos my ninth house so i'm expecting to be releasing a lot of people pleasing expectations in the career front
1: it's so funny because i forget that because of the way our charts work a lot of the things that we go through are like similar but not but this full moon is happening in my first house and it's in your 10th house which both kind of deal with you know our identity in like different ways but i just feel like that's really interesting i
0: wanted to point that out yeah so i know that i'll be releasing in that department carol will be releasing in some first housey vibes But if you're curious to know how this full moon in Libra will impact your chart specifically, how it's going to interact with the planets that exist within, you know, your birth chart, what things you should be on the lookout for, as well as like cute little personalized full moon rituals, whatever your vibe is, then you can on Intro. So, Intro is an app that allows you to book little, like, face-to-face like video format reading so we can actually sit down and talk and have a conversation about whatever it is that you want to know about even if it's just Venus and Aries or the full moon in Libra we can sit down and answer your questions and have a conversation through video format they're really fun and a great way to get to know one another in a more like personalized level. And you can ask the questions then and there in the moment. Yeah, I think that they're super fun.
1: I love the conversations. I feel like I always end up having really good conversations just because of the fact that they're face to face. So that's really exciting. And like you mentioned, we'll look at it you know, based on your birth chart. So you'll get like a very specific interpretation. And of course, we can answer other questions for you there as well. We also have a discount code. It is stars all caps s t a r s for $20 off per usual. I said this like three times, but all of the links will be in
0: the description if you're interested. So let's just breeze through some aspects. So you kind of know what to expect on that day. So the sun will be conjunct Venus and the moon will be opposite Venus. Basically what that translates to is figuring out what do you want in love versus what is expected of you in relationships. It's very much like finding that balance between leading with your head and leading with your heart in a way or like figuring out what you want as a person versus finding that compromising Factor or whatever, very much about striking that balance between the two, yeah, and
1: kind of like allowing those two things to come more into alignment with each other if they aren't right now. So, like, if there is you know some internal conflict or other things going on, this is a good time that will let you find the balance, the happy medium between the two,
0: yeah. So, if you've been like kind of back and forth between like is this working? Is it not? Do I want a relationship? Do I not? It might, it might get heightened during this full moon, but I'm expecting that there will be a lot of clarity that comes from, from it as well. But moving onwards, the sun will be sextile Saturn and the moon will be trine Saturn. Basically what that means is you might be feeling a bit hard on yourself. Kind of, you know, I don't know. Just like, somewhat restricted in a way feeling you know those like oh like am I worthy are my emotions like valid and all of those things but the good side of it is you might be like seeking to like reap the good karma that you have been working towards if that's something that's been happening in your life.
1: Yeah, it's also a good time, I think, to work on like confidence and self esteem as well. I really haven't heard anyone talk about those things in like quite a while. But as Jade mentioned, Saturn can make you be a bit hard on yourself. So it's a good time to kind of build yourself up
0: and again, say all your affirmations and All of those good things. It's also really good for taking initiative on, like, things that you really care about, specifically with the moon involved. It's, like, kind of, like, emotional – emotionally fueled discipline in a way.
1: Yeah. Sometimes self-care is being disciplined with yourself, too. I feel like people forget
0: that. I – yeah. That's about to be my life in a minute, so mood. But anyways, moon trine Mars – You might be more so inclined to act on your emotions on that day. That's all I'm going to say on that one, but you might be inclined. I was gonna say this might be a hot take,
1: but this is also probably a good time to release a lot of emotions. When we do readings a lot of time when there's moon Mars aspects, it's really important for people to have a physical way or some other way to kind of release a lot of like emotions, whether that's like through journaling or going for a walk or things like that. So if there have been things in your mind that you need to speak up about or need to you know, just kind of like,
0: put out there into the world, this might be a good time. Yeah, I can see that. Although be careful because Mercury will be conjunct Neptune. It's very easy to get deceived with that. Just know because Mercury deals with the way that you think. Neptune is very confusing. So it's very deceptive in nature. Just be careful with that one.
1: Yeah, there's always two sides, Mercury conjunct Neptune, again, that foggy confusion, like I don't know what's going on. And especially if that moon trine Mars is making you feel a lot of things, it's definitely not a good time to necessarily act on them. That's why you know, the suggestions are more so to release them in a healthy way, meaning like talking to someone who you know, will understand or journaling about it or whatever. But back to Mercury conjunct Neptune, on the flip side,
0: it is a good time to dream big and like think about your future as well. Mercury will be square. Mars, though, so be careful about speaking when heated because that is just a recipe for a fight and a bad fight. So just be careful on that. Yeah, think before you act. That's all I'm gonna say. And Venus will be sextile Saturn. So, as we mentioned, might be a bit more serious about love or you know, having questions about you know, worthiness. We already talked a lot about Venus and Saturn's interaction, but. Anyways, Mars will also be trying Saturn, which is, like, good for discipline. That's, like, unrelated, but not good for, like, putting your goals into action. And then also Saturn will be square Uranus, which that's happening for all of 2021. So no big deal on that one. It's just what we talked about at the very beginning of the episode, like, weird changes in innovation and in society. So the huge Yeah,
1: I also think that Saturn aspects too could represent for some people like maturing or taking a more, I don't know, mature adult like approach to certain things, especially, you know, the Mars trine. It's kind of about being disciplined, planning, things like that,
0: being more selective also with where you put your energy as well. That's very true. Well, anyways, that's the tea. I guess this week you can call me Allie and Kara AJ because we are Allie and AJ singing the potential breakup song. That's it. Thank you so much for listening. And hopefully that didn't stress you out too much. Per usual, it's just the planets astrology is correlation not causation and i learned that in statistics with that being said thank you for listening if you want to stay in the lube in the know because you know karen and i are up to some cool things you might want to stay Stay invested, stay in the loop, watch out for those little hints. Then you can follow us on Instagram, Astro Millennials, and also at BLME The Stars. If you want to follow us on Twitter, it is also the same at BLME The Stars. I am Astro with a zero instead of an O, J A D E, and Kara's Astro with a zero instead of an O, K A R A. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you all next Monday. Bye.